0: Good afternoon, I'm Al Cresta, we have the Feast of Fatima upon us, and we want to remember the supernatural character of these apparitions, but I always like to point out the geopolitical consequences in this world that we, uh, we had from them. The supernatural and the natural work together. My guest, John Price, is president of the Fatima Family Apostolate International. This is a public association of the faithful founded in 1986 by the late Father Robert Fox, who joined us uh, a number of times before his passing. The mission of the Fatima Family Apostolate International is to promote the message of Fatima and the sanctification of family life. Uh, John is a convert to Catholicism and lives with his wife and children in Alabama. He's the author of the miracle and the message 100 years of Fatima John great to have you with me today
1: Al it's just a pleasure to be on the show today thank you so much
0: you know many people when we talk about Fatima are get confused uh, chrono- chronologically they're not certain what the flow of events are. I mean you've got the, the events with the angel of peace. Uh, then you've got the uh, more famous apparitions. Could you lay out uh, a chronology for us so that people have a, a feel for how this happ- how this goes?
1: Yes, uh, I'd be glad to. And in, ni- in actually, in 1915, the child uh, Lucy was playing with some friends, and she had seen like this image above a tree where they're playing and they're, you know, with their, they're herding their sheep and everything. And she didn't think much about it at the time. So we'll shoot back to 19, we'll shoot up to 1916 now. And this is when the angel appeared to the three children. This was in the spring of 1916. And she had so many, the angel taught them so many things. Um, And this is where they, the message of the Eucharist and the Fatima message came about,
0: hmm.
1: and Lucia said that for her, out of all the messages, this was the most important part huh. because really? once she received, yeah, once she received Holy Communion, she had a different take on things. She could she could understand things better, and so this was for her was the most important part. Is when the angel appeared, and we notice in our uh, most of the times in different books or even some of the movies that have been put out they leave this important part out with the angel right and it's Eucharistic adoration uh, reverence to the, reverence in the Eucharist is a very very important part of the message and then we will shoot up to 1917 where the blessed mother started appearing to the three children from may to may 13th to October 13th with a very special message uh, for all of the, the messages for all of us
0: Hmm. Now, you mentioned that after uh, each of the apparitions at Fatima, which always took place at noon, the word light was always on the lips of the young seers. Can you elaborate on that?
1: Yeah, it, the light that they received was this light, you know, they apparently received special graces that, you know, that at this time in their life, and that light kind of stimulates with that grace you know they mm-hmm. seen every time they seen that light then our lady would appear yeah and it actually opened that door of grace that they can understand the message that was presented to them and then they could share the message with us
0: so this light enabled them then to not just be a mouthpiece uh, but to also be an understanding to have an understanding of what they're speaking
1: yes yes it def- definitely was that understanding Gave, it was giving them special graces to understand the message and to present the message for all of us to understand.
0: During the months uh, between May uh, and October, what were they going through? What, how were they talking to one another? Uh, who were they revealing uh, these experiences to? What was, what, just socially, what was their life like?
1: Socially, they were really like regular children. You know, they're going on with their day-to-day activities. Uh, But at the same time, they were really being persecuted a lot because a lot of people didn't believe. You know, like Lucia, for instance, even her mother in the beginning didn't believe her Hmm. that they were seeing the Blessed Mother. So for children, I I would imagine, you know, Lucia being 10, Francisco 9, Jacinta 7, that it had to be some traumatizing, you know, that they're dealing with in that, that, at that time. But throughout the apparitions, they were actually, you know, a lot of things happened in each, each apparition, but they lived a normal life. You know, they lived a normal life, life, just like regular children. They played, they, they, they uh, would sing songs and dance and do things like that, but their spiritual life elevated. Uh, like John Marto, which was Francisco and Jacinto's brother, a lot of people think that, they only, that Martos only had the two children, but they had six or seven children, oh, okay. and John was one of the older ones. And John said, I couldn't even play with Francisco anymore because all he wanted to do was pray the rosary all the time. <laughs> and so so, he, wow. so it's just the, their life, spiritual, it's amazing children this age, because I have eight children, and... <laughs> Minor, <are> far from <laughs> being lucia francisco and jacinta you know but uh but it's amazing to see uh their spiritual development and a lot of people even ask you know why did our lady appear to children yeah but as a father and you you talk to your children and say hey you will you know if you're good i'll give you a piece of candy later you forgot about the candy right
0: mm-hmm.
1: but a couple of hours later, they come up to you and say, "Hey, Daddy, what about that candy? You know, you you told me that you're going to give me." <laughs> Children retain information really well at a young age,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. and their purity of heart, their purity, you know, they're at that age uh, is just perfect for the Blessed Mother appear to these three to give us a pure message of what she was trying to get across to bring us closer to her Son Jesus.
0: Yeah, yeah. And there's just something especially fitting uh, about the, a mother appearing to the children. You know, it, it's just there's something oh, just yeah. beautiful about that. Now, mm. after the after the uh, three apparitions, the angel, uh, where they learned how to pray and uh, offer their sacrifices uh, and, and had a sense of the Eucharist, did they assume that was it? Or were they anticipating something more?
1: They assumed that it was it, but as they went, once the, the visits from Our Lady came, they realized that the visits from the angel was preparing them gotcha. for Our Lady. They realized they weren't afraid. You know, once the Blessed Mother, you know, I mean, if the Blessed Mother appeared to me, it would be pretty shocking. You know? Yes. But, but. With them, they realized, hey, we've, we've kind of been through this before, you know? and But they, of course, that light and those graces that they received to understand this is beyond what we can understand. But yes, this prepared them. The visits of the angel prepared them for when Our Lady was to come. But they did not, I don't think they anticipated Our Lady to
0: come. Okay, okay. So she, why did they, did this, has anybody ever asked why the number of, of appearances. In other words, why couldn't this all be gotten done, you know, in one apparition? Why did it take so many apparitions?
1: I think, uh, just from what I've heard, um, you know, I've, I've been dealing with the Fatima of Message for a long time, but there's, you hear so many different takes on different things.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, Our Lady really, there's so much information to this message that it couldn't—it have been almost impossible to do it at one time to really make the impact okay. because there's so much going on in the world at the time. Mm-hmm. You know, we're getting ready. We had the, uh, the Bolshevik Revolution was going on, starting or getting involved in mm-hmm. that at the time of that mm-hmm. question. Um, Our Lady knew the seriousness of what was to come with the atheistic atheistic communism. So this was just not. It was different, you know. It was something that it was. That's why it's so relevant today because it's just so much is happening that we have to continue to live the message. And so that's why the message is so important. That's why it's something that couldn't have been done in one visit
0: because
1: of everything that was going on. It was just, uh, it's just. uh, Our Lady needed to come. Our Lord needed to send her to bring us the message.
0: You know, the the message, um, you mentioned the Bolshevik Revolution that's going on. These these kids had no idea of those kind of problems going on in the world, did they?
1: No, they did not know anything going on. Uh, they, they're so innocent, it's amazing when you read the history of the children, <laughs> the innocence of the children, because they didn't, you know, you're in this town in Portugal, you don't have, you know, like today, we can pick up our phone, our iPhone, and you know, see anything that or read anything that we want to uh, it's just they didn't know what was going on and that's that kind of gives it the beauty of the message too because you see wow you have these three innocent little children and you look back and you say wow this was for all of this all of this that happened you know with the, the revolution there the world war um, the uh, atheistic communism yep. that was spread through Russia and China and all over, you know. So it was really, uh, it was it was really uh, interesting to see how that played out and uh, and the message.
0: Do you is there a logic to the apparitions? I mean, do they build on one another over those six months?
1: Yes, they do. Uh, in a spiritual way, they do. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why trying to promote that Fatima is a daily spiritual journey. And it's like the messages, too. In the beginning, we have the Eucharist. Fatima began with the Eucharist. The message of Fatima began with the Eucharist. And uh, with the angel's appearance, then we get to Our Lady, and it's about prayer, you know, then penance and sacrifice. And continuing to, Our Lady said every time for the six apparitions, pray the rosary every day for peace. Pray the rosary every day for peace. And we know the power of the rosary, but... We're not like today. We have all these things going on, the natural disasters, the Mm -hmm. shootings, the, you know, we see all this happening. What does this mean? Yeah. What does this mean for us? So the message, it does build up and it it helps us in our spiritual journey. We grow each time, uh, the different apparitions we understand about the prayer, the sacrifice and the penance, the, the things that the children had to go through. Uh, we learn about the secrets, you know, the vision of hell and... The, problem, the, the world war coming and all these things play into the message but Fatima is definitely a solution to our problems today and we need to make awareness to that you know, living this message in our daily life
0: John Holden we will be back in just a moment my guest John Price is the author of The Miracle and the Message 100 Years of Fatima I'm Al Cresta. There are lots of great ways to connect with us at AveMariaRadio.net, like our Poll of the Week. This week, we want to know, should schools, businesses, stadiums, and more be allowed to require a COVID vaccine to enter their premises? Let us know what you think now at AveMariaRadio.net. Talking about the things that matter most. You're listening to Krista and. good afternoon i'm al cresta we continue with john price president of the fatima family apostolate international this is again as a public association of the faithful founded in 1986 uh, again to promote the message of fatima and sanctification of family life uh, john is the author of the miracle and the message 100 years of fatima john let's uh, we've been talking a little about the chronology and the the apparitions. There are some topics I want to make sure we touch on, and of course uh, the chief of which is living the message of Fatima. But let me ask you uh, two questions here. One of them about the consecration of Russia. Uh, Has Russia been consecrated?
1: Yes, Al, it has. In the book we talk about this in a deeper uh, context, but yes, it has been consecrated. There's a lot of good information that has come out you know, lately,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: uh, some of the things that we've added into the book. Um, When you go through the consecration, it was done, it was tried, actually tried several times by different popes, and it was done by John Paul II on March 25th in 1984. Okay. And this uh, consecration, you know, we have, of course, different controversies that people believe that the consecration wasn't done because the the pope did not specifically mention Russia. Mm Mm-hmm. And the way we counter that is there's a lot of things in the consecration that he did mention. One is, he said, for all peoples, you know, he was talking in general to everyone. Then he said, I consecrate the world to the Immaculate Heart, which, you know, Russia is a part of the world, Mm -hmm. of course. Mm -hmm. And at the time, this consecration, we know that it was done, but it was done late. I agree that it was done late, Mm -hmm. and most of the Fatima people that really stated the message agreed that it was done late, and this atheistic communism did spread mm-hmm. throughout the world. Okay. Um, so this consecration was for the world, and it was needed at that time. You know, back in 1917, at that time, when uh, this was prophesied, and, and when Lucia actually, um, later on also, the times were different you know the times were different and russia was the main focus but since this consecration was done late it spread so deep mm-hmm. that the pope who was in in speaking terms with sister lucia they they talked about this before the consecration was done how to do it I'm sure and the lineup here on what we need, what needs to be said and then later on in 1989 Lucia publicly said that Our Lady has accepted the consecration.
0: Okay. Okay. So that, really, there's no reason for anybody to be in doubt, then, in terms of the Church's authority on this.
1: Uh, No. And even in our book, we have a letter from Sister Lucia to Father Fox saying that the consecration was done. We even have a letter that's analyzed her signature on that letter, well, saying that that is her signature. So okay. that's in the book, too. So, yeah. so that'll that's something to look forward to when, when people receive the book.
0: Good. Now, uh, I want to also ask you about the secret of Fatima. When I was growing up, that was something that uh, we young Catholic kids would speculate on. We didn't know anything, but, I mean, we would speculate on it. Uh-huh. And there were stories that were circulating around. Uh, talk to me about the secret of Fatima or the three secrets, depending on how these are parceled out. Uh, what is meant by the secret of Fatima?
1: Well, the secret of Fatima, the, there was three parts to it. The first two parts were the first one is the vision of hell that, that that Our Lady showed the three children in the apparition
0: mm-hmm.
1: on, uh, and then the second one, the second part of the the secret is devotion to the Immaculate Heart of Mary, which was uh, written after the June or was given to them on June 13th, the June 13th apparition in 1917. And these two are pretty well been talked about throughout our history. But the third part is the one that everyone talks about because they think, many people think, well, did we get it all? Or is there something missing? Or is there, you know, there are more to it?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, more of a dr- dramatic effect here, you know? Okay. And so in 2000... It was released, the third part of the Secret, and it is basically about the persecutions and the trials that with the Pope and the Church, the things that are happening, uh, the things that can happen, and that's basically it on the third part. Uh, but we're still living, you know, we're still living out these persecutions. Yes. You know, today, as you can see throughout the news and what's what's happening. So Yeah.
0: yeah. But it, I mean, it really is extraordinary, isn't it, that this um, the third part of the secret should involve uh, a pope from Poland who was instrumental in the collapse of Soviet style communism and the uh, the challenge and defeat. Of many false ideologies connected to communism. I mean, I, nobody could have planned that.
1: No, no, this was nothing. This was divine intervention. Even with when if we go back to the consecration, all the things that happened in that, after that consecration, with the the Berlin Wall coming down without a shot fired, mm-hmm. uh, communism became illegal in Russia. All these things. This just doesn't happen without divine intervention and that's the same what you're saying here how it ties in together it's just it's, it's amazing even when john paul ii of the assassination attempt in 1981 yep. on the 13th yeah there's <laughs> just a tie it's all where everything is linked you yeah. know it seems like it's linked together here and it's 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 really astonishing when you go through this information and see that yeah
0: yeah no i agree Let's talk about living the message of Fatima. What uh, what is central to living the message of Fatima?
1: The nucleus of actually living it in your daily life is first praying the Rosary every day for peace, like Our Lady requested.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Wearing the brown scapular, doing the five first Saturdays, and the big one of the three. Well, there's the two. They're all important. They're all important. But I'd say at this point in our life would be the first Saturday devotion because they include everything above so what would be needed to move on to this next level and to continue to promote the message is really try to promote this first area devotion because that consists of uh, pr- uh, praying the rosary going to mass adoration uh, confession all this is in that first area devotion and it's really something that is so much needed in our parishes and in our life now. From a personal perspective, and from an individual living the message individually, is definitely pl- praying the Rosary every day. As a family, if you if someone can do that, that would be great. If it's individually, that's fine too. But if you have a family and you pray the Rosary every day as a family, it really strengthens that family, and you're developing, you know, your children to be able to do this as they get older, it just becomes the Fatima message becomes a part of your life. It becomes your spirituality.
0: For listeners who are unfamiliar with the uh, story behind the brown scapular, could you share that?
1: Well, the brown scapular, it was uh, St. Saint, Saint Simon Stock mm-hmm. um, received the scapular from Our Lady, and the scapular is it's it's like two small squares of cloth and it's connected by a band, and you wear it over your shoulders, and um, and so when Saint Simon Stock receded, I think it was in twelve fifty one. Yes, uh huh. that's been a long time ago, <laughs> and at that time she promised him that anyone dying with this scapular on shall not suffer eternal fire, and. As we know, in the last apparition, when the miracle of the sun, Mary appeared briefly as Our Lady of Mount Carmel. And Sister Lucia, I know, was once asked in an interview about the scapular. And she replied that Mary appeared that way because she wanted everyone to wear the scapular. Mm -hmm. She said the rosary and scapular are inseparable. The rosary and scapular are inseparable. And so that's what happened and that October 13th the children seen different visions from what the people seen in the crowd and that was one of them was our lady of mount carmel holding the brown scapular so
0: no uh, again uh, remarkable uh, connections there between you know carmelite order uh, with saint simon stock was uh, the brown scapular emanating from that in and Sister yeah, yeah yeah in our, our lady appearing as our lady of mount carmel um, this is, uh, again, ex- extraordinary. And tell us a little bit about the, the work that you do uh, at the Apostolate. I, Father Fox was on this program a number of times back in 1997, I think, uh, 98. And uh, we talked about it. And uh, we haven't talked recently uh, about it, though. What What is your work?
1: Well, what we do at the Apostolate is our main focus is promoting the message and for the sanctification of family life and the Fatima message and family go together we know in the last quote from Sister Lucia that one of the last quotes she said that the final battle with the devil will be between the family and so our apostolate this just ties perfectly in with what we're doing here at the apostolate so what we have is Father wrote over 50 books, and we sell and promote a lot of his books mm-hmm. and writings, and we publish a newsletter that we do, and we promote giving away free scapulars and rosaries to to encourage the devotion. Sure. And um, I try to do as much as I can. This is more of a, it's not a full-time thing for me. It is a full-time, but it's not a full-time <laughs> <laughs> one of those things.
0: It's I it's do know full-time. what you mean.
1: Yeah, you understand that, I'm sure.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so, so as the apostle, we we do a lot of that. I try to go around like, especially this year, it's been really busy. My, it's been it's been a great blessing. My my phone smoke's coming out of my phone, and my email's <laughs> full. So that's a good sign uh, <laughs> that things are really, really uh, going well. Mm-hmm. And what I want to really share with the people listening today is that this. It's a great great thing it's, it's, it's wonderful wonderful the message of Fatima but let's not stop today let's not stop this year. let's keep the enthusiasm continuing you know yeah. let's continue this enthusiasm and not quit because we have so much to do with the things that are happening in our society today uh, just living the message of Fatima in our life and Fatima become, be, can become a solution our problems today. So,
0: Very good. John, thank you so much. And uh, we'll talk again.
1: Okay, thank you, Al. Really appreciate it. God bless.
0: John Price, the book is The Miracle and the Message, 100 Years.